everybody. Welcome to another episode of T.O.D. T.O.D. Me and Javid coming back to you again. Just me and him this time, but we are excited to come to y'all again and talk a little bit about fantasy. Javid, we got less than a month, Bubba. Whew. It's moving fast. We we getting there. I, I definitely hear this echo, dude. I don't know if it's on the recording. <laughs> we didn't hear it the last time. Uh, you probably going to hear a fan because we are in Florida. Oh, my goodness. Hot as balls out here. Super hot. I'm talking about scorching. And we're not inside. So, I yeah. mean, we're inside, but we're not inside. Exactly. No we're, air conditioning. We're, so. on, we're on the back porch of Javen's house, but it is a scoldering one. If anybody lives in Florida, y'all will know what we're talking about. It oh, is totally. extremely hot out here. And if you do live in Florida, man, just for the fuck of it, join the podcast yep. on the Instagram. Yes. T.O.D underscore podcast, man. Just shout out, man. Say something, anything. I don't give a damn if you tell me fucking suck ass. <laughs> a response would be nice. Exactly. Um, and actually, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, the person who's been making our shirts for us, Sarah. She is an awesome designer. Um, she's been making all my shirts for me. And I just want to give a quick shout out to her. Also, a quick shout out to my cousin up in Ohio, uh, Buddy Creations is his um, his um, line on Facebook or Instagram, I believe. But he made us some decals. He's also got some tumblers getting made. Uh, sick designs, man. I'm talking about if you want any college teams, MLB, NFL, anything like that for tumblers, he, he can make those. He's pretty, pretty good at that stuff. So I wanted to give a quick shout out to them. Also... Uh, Jordan Andrews, man, I appreciate you tuning into it, man. I got a T-shirt coming your way, dude, uh, for also commenting on our stuff, liking it, and just interacting with us, man. That is awesome. That's a lot of love. Um, got a couple of T-shirts getting made again, so I'm going to give one out to you, Jordan. I appreciate the love, brother. But, Javen, I am excited for this fantasy football season, man. It's a lot of uh, a lot of trades, a lot of just training camps, man. Have you been keeping up with any of the preseason games? Anything? A lot is going on, dude, and... A lot of expectations, to say the least. You know, this whole Bijan thing, I'm still buzzing about it. I want to know what's going to happen. You know, he's got a lot of expectation coming into the league. Mm-hmm. And uh, only time will tell, man, and we're getting that much closer. Yeah, man. Where where do you – so I've been seeing in a lot of people's mock drafts that his ADP, average draft uh, projection, his ADP is sixth overall in the first round. Yeah. How you feel about that one? I mean – if he's as good as he's supposed to be. I mean, he's looking really good in training camp. Not you see that lie. one-handed catch, man? One-handed oh, catch. You know, he's very oh, swift Lord. on the feet. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a great running back. But um, I personally want to see it first. I'm that type of guy who, especially in this type of league that we're in now, where I haven't won a chip yet. Hey, hey, your time's coming, Bubba. I, I need somebody who I know is going to put in the work. And it could be Bijan, but me personally, I prefer Saquon over Bijan. Mm, uh, you know, Saquon's like, I think a lot of people's mock drafts or ADPs, they got him going like 10th overall in the first round. Yeah, yeah. Like, And if you're in a 10-team league or a 12-team league, he's still 10th overall. So that's it's pretty far back there. But he had, a, he had a pretty decent season last year, man. Oh, yeah. Saquon... It was doing the damn thing, and I was coming off an injury too. So yeah, you know, this year, see, I hope he can continue to to run the ball with authority. And that team that he's playing for, you never know. I mean, the Giants, the Giants got some good key yeah, weapons yeah, out there, man. Dude, they did a lot of a lot, lot of, of upgrading. recruiting, yeah, a lot of upgrading, and it, it could pay off this year. You never know. Yeah, they went and got Darren Waller, Jalen Hyatt in the draft. 
Um, Darius Slayton out there wide out and Saquon coming back off a great season. Daniel Jones is playing good football, in my opinion. He's a arguably a top ten quarterback in the league right now. So I'm excited to see how the Giants look this year, man. I might go out there and get somebody off that off that team. We'll see who's around when I'm drafting, but <laughs> That's always the fun part of the draft, yes. man. It's just love it's the draft. Hilarious, in my opinion. So, give me your give me your key strategy for drafting, man. What what, yes. what are you really dialing in on? Give the listeners a little bit of insight on what you want to do in this year's half PPR league we're running into. And that is this is our first year doing half PPR, so it should be a little different. But at the same time, uh, I'm still focusing on a a good tight end, you know. Mm-hmm. I need at least one good tight end that's going to be able to carry me most of the year. Uh, I want to see a running back that can catch out the backfield, of course, with, especially with the half PPR league. Uh, also, man, t- wide receivers. I want to be able to say that I have the stoutest receiving core in the league. Yeah, because you know receivers go down like flies sometimes. Oh yeah, and it's ridiculous and. Or they might have just a couple bad games or whatever. But if you have a stout receiving core, that's a half PPR league right there to get mm-hmm. you more points. You got a decent running back, a pretty good tight end. I feel like I'll be able to make, make a push. Make no, a push. no, I totally agree with that, man. i actually been listening to a few podcasts. Shout out to Yahoo Fantasy Podcasts. We're also in a Yahoo Fantasy League. Uh, Matt Harmon was saying how – or one of his buddies on the on the podcast was saying how a lot of people are going to wide receiver dominant teams because the running backs are not being utilized to their full potential, I guess you could say. Like coming out the backfield and catching, there's not a lot of running backs out there like that. There's a select few. And, and that's how the league is going. It's it's a pass dominant league nowadays, I feel like. Yeah, I agree with that. That's what also could possibly make Derrick Henry a big big pick this year because usually he's not really catch out the backfield exactly. running back yeah but maybe like four to five catches maybe a game he usually at before he had uh it was like 13 receptions something like that yeah through the year some some crap like that yeah, yeah, yeah uh last year he had 33 oh wow so that's a big jump. If we can get this to jump a little higher, Derrick Henry might be the running back to aim for. You Let know? me ask you this: Do you think Derrick Henry is a first round pick in our in our draft? Do you think somebody's going to draft him in the first round? No, I don't think so either, man. I think he's going to fall to the second. I, I think so too, just because there's so many weapons out there between running back, wide receiver, and even tight end. Yeah, you know. Uh, Late later on in the first round, somebody might just be like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna get me Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews or something like that," you know? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like he might slip to the second round, but that still doesn't mean that you know he's not a good player. No. You, you at that point, you get more bang for your buck. You know, you wasted a second round pick for Derrick Henry. Yeah. That's a pretty good. You know, that's not that's not a terrible pick right there. So. No, for sure, and especially if you draft like a stud receiver in the first round, like a Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, one of them. Those are, and we'll get to that in a minute. But those are like the tier one receivers right there, man. And I, I got a list of different tiers, and I'll get your insight on that in a little bit. But yeah, if you get like a stud receiver in the first round, and especially if you're in a PPR league, and you go maybe you can get a stud receiver in the second round, but 
if you if if Derrick Henry's out there or, or or Nick Chubb, I don't know if Nick Chubb may fall to the second round. If they're still out there, that's that's pretty nice, and you can still pick them up in the second round. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, I got a list right here, man. Top twenty-four wide receivers. Who do you think would be the top five? Give me your top five receivers in the league right now today, and then I'll list them off. All right. Uh, definitely Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamar Chase. Okay, you got one and two right on the head. Um, Cooper Cup. Oh, you got all three right on the head. <laughs> Four and five. Who fills it out? Uh, I know Stephon Diggs. And damn, dude, who's who will be number? Uh, you know who it is. Tyreek Hill. Exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah, So yeah. Tyreek was at four, Stefan's at five. Okay. But you nailed it, man. Like, yeah, those are the top five five receivers right now going into the twenty twenty three season. Arguably top five receivers for fantasy players. Oh, yeah. So um per fantasy pros, this is what they got listed. Coming in at six, you got C D Lamb. Okay. I think Dallas is and we talked about this last podcast with Coy. Uh, I think Dallas is gonna have a decent year, man. You gotta give him credit. I know you don't like Dak. I mean, they, they got rid of Zeke, so let's see. I like that. Let's don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, just, I don't feel like he is clutch, in other words. Like, he's a great quarterback. Yeah. But when it comes down to the moment, he's he another shits, Tony Romo, he shits his fucking bed, dude. Like, I've, I've seen videos of him already throwing interceptions in, pre- in practice. I was like, oh. Be a long season. Well, I feel like everybody throws a little interception here oh, and there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look at CJ Stroud last night. God bless the boy. First first drive, I think he threw a pick, man. Oh, well, at least he's a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Jack been doing that this shit for With CJ Stroud, dude, just. I mean. I, I feel bad for CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson. They're literally getting thrown into the fire oh, yeah. and seeing if they can come out alive. Uh, that's what I was worried about. With Anthony Richardson, not, I think he's going to prevail. It's not because he's a Gator fan or Gator player. I know, yeah. I know. It's just the fact that you know he had, he had his moments at UF, and now he's being thrown into the fucking starting role again. It just it, and this ain't college. This ain't college at all. This is bigger, faster, stronger. So we'll see though. Well, I mean, and then well. C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young both had more experience than Anthony Richardson in college, so yeah, yeah. that's what the upside for them is. But I think for longevity, I think Anthony Richardson will hold his own as a, as a NFL quarterback. I mean, it just may take a little bit of time to, to get where he needs to be, but I think he'll, he'll do just fine. But we'll see preseason, man. He's got uh, – I think he's got the Bills Saturday, tomorrow. And it's Friday night here in uh, Florida. Friday. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so the weekend's right upon us. But, yeah, no, I, I think um, I think he's got the Bills tomorrow. I could be mistaken, but we'll see how he does going into the preseason. Uh, coming in at seven, A.J. Brown. That's that's a solid seventh round yeah. or seventh overall wide receiver. Arguably, he could go in the second round. What do you think? I think it's hot, deal. But <laughs> on the A.J. Brown note, man, I like me some A.J. Brown. He's very physical. He is a... You know, he's a bigger, stouter wide receiver. He's not really tall, like no D.K. Metcalf or none of that, but he'll go up and get the ball, and that man will fight for it, you know? So. Oh, yeah. A.J. Brown all the way. Uh, to be honest, though, dang it, I forgot what his name is. Who? Mike Evans. Mike Evans. You know, he is not even 
Not even top 25. Uh, not that I see on this wow. list. I'll tell you. Well, nah, he probably is top 24. Let me see. He is... No. Wow. He's not even on the top 24 to draft this year. Dude. That's ridiculous. This man has had a thousand receiving <laughs> this yards. This man is not even in the top twenty-four wide receivers. He's had a thousand receiving yards ever since he came into the league. Every season he has at least a thousand receiving yards. He's not in the top twenty-four. They got Chris Olave above him, which could be a sleeper. Keep an eye on him with a new quarterback in, in New Orleans. I think he. I think that'd be a good pickup. Yeah, I, I like Chris Olave a lot. Yeah, I don't even see. Yeah, right here per Fantasy Pros, uh, he's not even in the top twenty-four. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. That's somewhere where I will draw the line. Like I said, this man has literally had a thousand or more receiving yards ever since he's came into the league. Like, well, you gotta look at the quarterback situation. If they're starting Baker, ooh, this might be a little rough down there in Tampa. Throw it to Mike up. <laughs> throw it up to him. I mean, I mean, he's a tall man. Tampa Bay has not had Tom Brady the entire time they've been, that he's been there. So, yeah. Number eight. <clears throat> Devontae Adams. I think I even said he might be a bust this year. That's my opinion. With, I mean, not really a, a, a upgrade from quarterback, you know? And then I think Josh Jacobs, if they can figure out what he's going to do, because he's not wanting to sign, he wants more money. Same with, um, same with, uh, Jonathan Taylor, all the running backs. Shit, Jonathan Taylor wanted to go. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor said, I'm trying to get out of here. <laughs> But now, that like, I don't think Devontae Adams is gonna have that that much upside, especially with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. Jimmy's are an all right quarterback, but I don't think it's much of an upgrade from Derek Carr, in my opinion. I think at this point, you just gotta know that Devontae Adams is gonna do what he do. Yeah. So one of the best route runners in yeah, the game. Yeah, one of the best route runners ever. If they can get the ball to him, no matter if they're winning or not, I'm not gonna say that the team is going to be winning, but. I feel like Devontae Adams definitely, you know, he, it might be a bust in our eyes, but with what he's working with, it's he's, probably, yeah. you know. No, I get what you're saying. You know, yeah. It's it's tough whenever you don't have, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball to you anymore or mm. Tom Brady or anybody like that. Speaking so. of Aaron Rodgers, we'll get on that in a second. Yeah. But, <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah, um, I don't know, man. I, I really don't see – him getting drafted fairly high in, in, in any drafts. What do you? I mean, what do you think? Where do you think he falls in in fantasy draft? I got him falling late third. Late third. Yeah. Hmm. In like a ten team league, which is what we're in, I think late third. I was thinking late second. Late second. You know. Yeah. Because it's the name still rings bells. It rings, yeah. But we just know that it's not going to be the same Devonte Adams that we were used to at Green Bay. Exactly. Point blank period. Yeah. So. Number nine. This guy is arguably on the rise, I think, in my opinion, especially with this new team he's got around him. Amon, Amon Ron St. Brown for um, Detroit. The sun god. Yes. Denny had him last year, and he was a stud. Yeah, ball. So uh, what's your input on him? How do you think he's going to do this year with the new team he's got around him? He's got Jameer Gibbs and, and, and Montgomery at running back. Yep. They've been talking about this tight end. He's a sleeper, Sam Laporta. Never heard of this man in my life. Laporta. Like, where did he come from? Off the shore? Laporta. Welcome to the U.S. <laughs> but, no, they've been talking about him going, being that tight end. Um, they got Ron St. Brown. Uh, 
I want to say DJ Shark too. I, I I don't have the whole list right now, but Jameer Gibbs and, and Montgomery in the backfield is going to be nice. See, speaking of that too, the whole list thing, we need to have somebody that's designated just to fact check us, like <laughs> throw out some stats and you know, good shit, because it's hard to do all this research. But they do have a freaking squad over there. Jared Goff has really turned it on the past year. He's a solid QB. Uh, yeah, I mean. Last year, I was kind of iffy about him. In the when he first came in the league, I was a big Jared Goff fan. I'm sure you can hear me say it plenty of times on the podcast. Uh, recently, his later later years for the Rams definitely wasn't the Jared Goff that I thought he could be. But last year, I feel like last year he played with a little bit more confidence. And if he can keep that confidence going and just keep playing naturally mm-hmm. and not try to do too much, Jared Goff would be great. Yeah, he's got an arm. Oh he yeah, can pop the top. Oh yeah, what's up with it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, arguably, if Jared Goff's still out there, I mean, I don't know if I'd pick him up as my start QB, but if he's out there, like, I don't know, 11th, 12th, somewhere around there, around, I'd pick him up as a backup for sure. Especially matchups, depending on matchups. Yeah. So I think that'd be a good pickup for anybody who needs a backup quarterback. And it's a high powered offense. You know, he's, he's most likely going to get the chance to get points. Yeah. Point blank period. They did their. Their due diligence with their drafting and their trading, so yeah. now it's time for them to put up the numbers. I'm really excited about Jameer Gibbs, man. They got a lot. They got a lot of high hope for him. We'll close it out right here with the number ten overall top twenty four wide receiver. We'll just stop it right here at ten. Garrett Wilson. I think he's going to be, I, top, arguably top five maybe this year, in my opinion, fantasy wise, top five. Because, I mean, you got Aaron Rodgers, who is a, I mean, a very well-experienced quarterback. You know, he might be on his decline coming out and, like, going out of his career. But I don't know if you watched yet, Hard Knocks. No, I haven't tuned watch, in the Hard Knocks. Watch so. Hard Knocks on, on HBO Max, man. Just, I'm telling you, you'll get a different look at Aaron Rodgers. I was, like, uh, watching it, and I'm like, damn. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is a cool guy. I'm like, Aaron Rodgers is pretty dope, man. He's a cool guy. It's just... His recent years in fantasy football have really fucked me. <laughs> and it's not judging him as a person. It's just judging him as a number like like you know, like the workforce does. If you ain't producing, you got some fucking go. Yeah. And we might even shit talk you on your way out the door. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. Well, on this list right here, I got the top 24 quarterbacks. Surprisingly, Aaron Rodgers is not in the top 12. Not surprising to me, but okay. <laughs> I'm sure he's in the top 24, though. Yeah, he's actually yeah, at sure. Um, for sure 15. So for sure. Not not bad. But let me get your top five quarterbacks that you think is going into this year's 2023 NFL season. Okay, Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts. Damn, you got one and two right off the bat, Jalen. <laughs> Good. All right. Uh, Number three, Josh Allen. Hit it on the head. Oh, damn it. Uh, Joe Burrows. Okay, so who's five? Who's five? Damn, boy. Uh, you, you're right there, son. Can I get uh, Justin Herbert? Ooh, he's at seven. Ah. Lamar Jackson's at four, oh. and Burrows at five. So. I forgot about Lamar. I'm yeah. sorry, Lamar. I, you hit one, one, two, and three right there. Those are the tier one quarterbacks right there. Yeah. Yeah, so... Patrick Mahomes coming off of, I mean, a phenomenal season. I mean, 
You give that man anybody, and he makes him look ten times better. I don't. I don't get it. The man is. I don't know if you watched that series on Netflix, Quarterback. Yeah, I was tuned into that a little bit. Yeah, so watching that, it's like, hey, man. He he, he kind of reminds me of myself in a way, like being like impatient. I like, I guess he wants to get out there and compete. He's very he's a strong competitor on and off the field. You know what I'm saying? So I can relate to him in that aspect. But watching that documentary, man, it get a little behind the scenes of what he does and how he does things on and off the field, man, he's – He's a legit dude, man. I mean, he, he goes out there and balls his ass off. He's even been with this one woman since high school. Yes. He ain't out there fucking groupies. <laughs> That's a sign. That's a fucking sign. Patrick Mahomes is a stand-up guy. Yeah, exactly. Number two, Jalen Hurts. I mean, coming off of arguably an MVP season last year. Um, did he? Who even won the MVP last year? Was it Mahomes? I can't remember who won it, but I think Jalen Hurts should have won it if he didn't. Yeah, I think he should have. That man sure balled last season. But it's probably like, I couldn't even tell you. I'm not even going to say anything. This is what we need that guy. Fact, where we had the fact check. Here, fact check. Anybody looking for a job, <laughs> it doesn't pay well or at all, but uh, we can use you. Yeah, we have fun regardless. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, man, I think, I think Philly's going to have a great season this year coming off of a phenomenal season last year. That fucking defense is going to be scary. Oh, my goodness. Arguably one of the top defenses in the league. It's Depending on their schedule, I don't even know who their first couple games are. And we'll get we'll get to that in a little bit on draft strategy on defenses. But, yeah, Philly's going to be nasty. Josh Allen, number three. I mean, cover of Madden 24. I think he's going to get cursed. I don't know. I, I really don't think I would draft Josh Allen this year if he's out there. How about you? I would arguably draft Joe Burrow over Josh Allen, even though he's hurt. He's going to be out for a couple weeks. You seen that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, but uh, I, I like Josh Allen. I like Joe Burrow too, but I don't know. It's a tough pick for me. That is a tough. Kind pick. of a toss up. Yeah. Even though Joe Burrow, like you said, is going to be out for the first few weeks. So kind of makes it a but little less. But you could still draft Joe Burrow oh, and yeah. put him on the bench, and then go out there and get. I guarantee know, he will not. Like a Daniel Jones or something for a backup. Yeah. yeah. Derek Carr, something that last Some, you, last you through the first couple weeks, and then when Joe Burrow comes back, you're good. Somebody will draft him. It probably just won't be as early as it would have been if he wasn't injured. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to go to waste for sure. Oh no. That's no. the same thing with the whole Alvin Kamara thing. Yeah. That he's suspended for a few games. So you could probably get him. Way later than you were planning to get him before. Same with Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, too. Like, and he'll, yeah, I mean, you can get them way later than you were planning to and still possibly get the same output of performance just a little later, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I drafted um, Jonathan Taylor, I think, first overall last year, and he didn't perform like I wanted him to, which it happens, man. Injuries and, and just – People have up and down seasons, but you can honestly get him later in the rounds and pray that he signs a contract with Indy or go somewhere that is needed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think there was a, a thing that Cream Hunt went to Indianapolis or something, and he ended up leaving because they didn't give him a contract because he wanted them to trade John, some crazy stuff, trade, trade Jonathan Taylor away, and he wanted a big contract, and they said no. Nah. So he left, and I don't even know where Cream's at now. I heard the Saints maybe. But honestly, I would stay far away from Kareem, but I wouldn't even draft him. He's a hit or miss. 
type of deal. Because whatever they had, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Yeah. That was um, a good one-two punch that combo. That was a one-two punch right there. and But I think Nick Chubb, yeah, you I mean, know, let's be real it's Nick, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb was the better running back, but without Kareem Hunt coming in there, still wearing down that defense with that physical running ability, I feel like Nick Chubb wouldn't have been as productive. He still would have been Nick Chubb because no, it's Nick Chubb. Yeah, you're right. But Kareem Hunt, I think he still got it a little bit, especially to come off the bench, you know? Mm-hmm. Coming at forward, Lamar Jackson got some got some good receivers around him. Just signed that max contract. Like this is this is this is it for Lamar. This is hey, we paid you, we got you some weapons. What you gonna do with it? You got Odell Beckham, you got Zay Flowers, you got Bateman, you got Mark Andrews, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards in the backfield. This is the make or break season. Yeah, it's time to do what it do. That uh, AFC North, though, is no joke with Cincinnati and Pittsburgh up there. You can't count out Pittsburgh, I don't think. No. They've definitely come a long way. I feel like they're starting to get that chemistry now. Oh, yeah. You know? Kenny Pickett going yeah. into, what is this, his third or is it second year? I want to say it's the second. I can't remember. See, this is the fact check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't really follow Pittsburgh like that. But, no, Kenny Pickett is starting to dial in, get comfortable with the team. Got Deontay Johnson out there. George Pickens is a good pickup, I think, later in the rounds. If he's still out there, man, that'd be a good pickup because he was a stud last year. He was under the radar, but he performed yes, very yes, well. Yes, I agree with that. So we'll see what Lamar could do up there with his new core offense. And then top it out the top five, Joe Burrow with that calf injury. <laughs> Dude, when I seen that video, I don't know if you've seen it. When I seen it, I thought he tore his Achilles. Oof. I was like, oh, no. Thank God he didn't. <laughs> Cincinnati fans would have been like... Ugh. It probably would have literally teared up. <laughs> like It would have looked like somebody died out there. It would have been like somebody lost their cat. <laughs> lost their cat. It, it would have been bad. Oh, Lord. But yeah, that's the top five right there. So if you're looking at for a, a, a quarterback, I mean, you still got some studs down there. You got Dak Prescott. Tua coming off the injury last year. Was a great, great, great receiving core. Yeah, yeah, and a phenomenal, yeah, receiving core. Trevor Lawrence got a new receiving core or a new receiver. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, and like, there's a couple other quarterbacks out there. You know, Jared Goff, like we talked. Kirk Cousins, dude. That after watching that that quarterback thing on Netflix, that was that was pretty cool, man. Kirk Cousins is a stand up guy. He is a good dude. Stand up guy with the baby gap on. With the baby gap on, he lets his wife dress him for yeah. the press conferences. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Um, I'm married, so I understand. They got Kyler Murray at number 23. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't, I, I would stay far away from Kyler Murray. <laughs> I don't know if he's if, if anything he's going to run a lot this year. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like he don't really have no receiving core over there. It, he can run though, so yeah, he's a fast. It's little like jumper. even if you pick him up as a backup, still a possibility to get some good touchdowns, especially if they get in the red zone. So. But I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah. I'm not aiming to pick up Kyler Murray unless I absolutely fucking have to. He'd be my backup. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't start him. Hopefully. If he's my starter, then I'm kind of <laughs> worried about the season. <laughs> Hopefully, dude. If he's your starter, Jamie, go ahead and chalk that one up for the back. Well, go ahead and just say fuck it. I mean, but listen, that's how injuries happen. You never know. Dude, somebody might go out there and just snap their fucking shit. You never know, but... 
prayers for the, the NFL and, you know, a healthy season for everybody. But Anthony Richardson at 18, I like it. Right behind Russell Wilson and Jared Goff, 16, 17. Russell Wilson at 17. Anthony Richardson, I got, like I said earlier, I got high hopes for him, man. He, I think he'd be a solid backup too, you know? Well, well. I mean, if you're going to get a backup, there's a, a backup of – you know, it's either he hits the ceiling or he hits the floor. You don't never know. Yep. And then top, we'll do top five running backs right here. You got Christian McCaffrey at number one. It's a gimme. Austin Eckler at two. Then they got Bijan at three. Man, brave. This, this is this is <laughs> very brave. <laughs> this is crazy, man. I I just hope he's half as good as what they got this man rated. Four Nick Chubb and five Jonathan Taylor. Derrick Henry falling at eight, Tony Pollard at seven, and Saquon at six. Tony Pollard before Derrick Henry? Yeah, Tony Pollard before Derrick Henry. Wow. I mean, all these running backs that, you know, listed right here can catch out the backfield. Like I said, Derrick Nick Henry. Chubb, maybe not as much, but Nick Chubb going to get his. 33 receptions last year, and I dare you to try to tackle him running downhill. Like, <laughs> Derrick Henry. Yeah. They call him King Henry. King Henry. <laughs> this man's got a crown. Y'all know what King Henry did to the people who didn't fuck with him, right? He decapitated them <laughs> with stiff arms. <laughs> I think I think some people are going to let, I don't know, maybe Saquon and Tony fall to the second round. And if they still out there, I might go snag one. Though. I might go snag one. I'm telling you. Those are good picks. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean top five right here, I think Top four out of the top five are going to be gone in the first round. Chris McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, B. John Robinson, Nick Chubb. I think those four will be gone in the first round. Probably. And then John Taylor might fall farther than the second round if he don't resign. We'll see what he does, you know, in, in the next coming weeks. And then you got Tony Pollard, Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs at nine, and your boy Ramondre Stevenson at ten. So. Okay. I think some of those would be good pickups in the second, maybe early third round, late second, early third. We'll see. Big names, big names. And then tight ends, man. That's not there's not a lot of big name tight ends out there. No, I mean once you got Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews out there, it's just those are the top two. Can you round out the three, four, and five spot? T.J. Hawkinson, number three. Mm. Evan Ingram. Mm, nope. Evans at eight. Oh, shit. Uh, Darren Waller. Darren Waller's at seven. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> You're getting close. Uh, there's not a lot of big name tight ends yeah, out there. Not. Uh, oh, shoot. Where am I? I'm really an idiot. <laughs> George Kittle. Yep, that's four. Uh, and then who's rounding out the five spot? Damn. Uh, stud, stud tight end. Been a stud for many years. Oh, damn it. I know who I'm talking about too. I just can't think of his name. Mm-hmm. It's another white dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just go ahead and say it. I can't think of it. Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard. God <laughs> bless it. Why? Dallas Let's Goddard. do it. I know it. But out of out of those top five tight ends, I think only one, maybe Mark Andrews, like you said earlier, maybe get drafted in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. No. I got Travis Kelsey definitely going in the first round. Yeah. In our league and many leagues. Yeah, I mean, let's I mean, be realistic. His ADP's at, well, I think seven overall, maybe eight, but honestly, he could go top five, especially in PPR leagues. 
He can go top five. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like well, there being such little uh, tight ends to go against, like, besides Mark Andrews, let's be realistic. Yeah. It's just kind of easy to go ahead and get that out the way. Get a stud tight end first round. Especially if you have a later pick in the first round. Fuck it. Travis Kelsey. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Mark no, you're Andrews, right, dude. And especially with that offense, you know, Patrick Mahomes ain't really got a whole lot to work with over there. Yeah. I mean, wide receiver number one is your boy Kadarius Tony now. So, Travis Kelsey's going to be getting a lot of targets. So, if you're in a PPR league, I'd go aim for Travis Kelsey. Especially if you're like, I don't know, 7 through 10 or 7 through 12, whatever. I'd go get Travis. That'd be a good, good pickup. Any other tight ends that you think would be a good, solid pickup out there, man? That you could think of? <sighs> And what's your ADP for them? I had Cole commit last year. They got him listed at um, 15th overall tight end in the league. Um, I thought he was going to be a pretty good tight end. But well, that that offense s- for Chicago's not. I mean, they they get some up. They did get some upgrades. Yeah, he, he kind of slacked off, though. But if I had to really pick a guy, I'd pick Evan Ingram. Yeah. You know, he's he's not exactly the biggest wide, or tight end. But he's fast, he's shifty, he gets downfield real good. So what's your ADP for him? Uh what round? I'm gonna say What pick? Early third. Early third round? Oh. Early to late third. Early to late third? Yeah. Evan Ingram? Yeah. Cause like I said, there's not many tight ends out there. No, you're right. So if you're going if you don't get one of the, the good ones in the beginning, you might wait a little bit later to get a tight end. Especially later in the third round. Yeah. yeah. It just depends on what's on the board, though. That is true. It all depends on that. And the way our, everyone in our league drafts, they draft with their heart. Exactly. <laughs> Which, there ain't nothing wrong with that. But you also got to think, you could, if you can spare them for another round, you know they're going to be there, I would do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you get to the third round, early third, and you got, like, I don't know, third, fourth pick in that round, and there's, like, a dang, I don't know. Josh Jacobs still out there. You never know. You can spare Evan Ingram for another round. And be like, oh, I'm gonna go ahead and snag him if you need to fill that spot. You know. Sure, sure. So, anyways, we just finished up with the top 24 at each position. Let me get your your insight or your draft strategy on what you really keying in on picking in the first. I don't know, four or five rounds. What position? Now again, I got the third pick. So it's really going to be based off of the first pick, really. First and second, I'll say. But mm-hmm. really the first pick, which I'm assuming the first two will be Christian McCaffrey and Justin Jefferson. So at that point. You still got you still, dude, you still got some big names out there. You still got Jamar uh, Chase. J- Jamar. Uh, he's actually, he's, he's like third ADP overall, I think. Or maybe Eckler. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You still got Eckler. Eckler. Uh, I mean, people have really been jumping on the Bijan train. So, would you go for a running back in the first round? Well, if he can catch out of backfield, of course, right? Yeah, of course. If he can catch out of the backfield. Uh, so, if Jamar or Eckler's out there, you, who you who would you lean towards more in a PPR league? Honestly, I'd probably lean more towards Jamar Chase. Nice. Just okay. because Chris McCaffrey... Or you know, Chris McCaffrey, if he's the first or second pick, that's what, the stout running back out the door. Yeah, automatically first running back out the door. So 
there's still, in my opinion, more stout running backs that stand out than wide receivers that really get out there and get it. Yeah. You got Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, uh Garrett Wilson. Yep. Um you know, uh, Devontae Adams, Devontae was Adams but at the same time, we were just talking about it. Devontae's a hit or miss at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at that point, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs. Yeah, I'm really, you know what I'm saying? I'm really looking for a wide receiver, two two or three good wide receivers I can steady base my team on. I hear you. No, that's not a bad strategy. Especially so, half PPR league, that's a very important position. So in the first round, you're keying in on a wide receiver, maybe second round keying on a wide receiver. It depends on what kind of running backs still out there. Exactly. What okay. kind of running backs are still out there. At that point, we'll see because I guarantee you a lot of the good running backs will be starting to fall off the board. So. Oh, yeah. Late first round, early second. Because yeah, you won't yeah. get a pick till what, seventh or eighth in the second round. So, 18th, you get you get the third pick in the first round. You get the 18th pick in the second round. So, yeah, you got to play your cards right. That's for sure. Uh, how would you round out third and third through five? What would, what would you what would your insight be on that for the listeners? Again, it's depending on what's on the board, but uh, tight end very important. Yeah. Uh, so third. If Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews are going. I'm definitely getting one, depending on who's left. I promise you, Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews probably won't even make it out the second round. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably, <laughs> in my opinion. If Mark Andrews is still there, I'll pick up Mark Andrews. But yeah. I think I picked actually, honestly, I think I might have picked him up in the third round last year, Mark Andrews, because I had I think first round I had Jonathan Taylor, second round I had Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. So I picked up two running, two stud running backs. Actually, I mean Elijah Mitchell was supposed to have a lot of upside until he got hurt, but that's what I did. That was my strategy: two running backs, and then went straight for a tight end. But I'm, I'm changing up this year since it's PPR, man. And depending on the whole quarterback situation, because I know Aaron's going to pick up Lamar first. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, we'll see what happens. If everybody goes Better go get a, your boy Jalen. If everybody goes into a quarterback frenzy again, then I'll try to get Jalen Hurt a little earlier. Yeah. But I know you want not, him. I'll wait a little longer and Sorry, see Tyler. if he'll still be there. Tyler. <laughs> you had him last year, Bubba. You got to share. Oh, we're not well, doing this. I'm going to give you my insight on my draft strategy. In the first round... I'm going to pretty much do what you're doing, running back or wide receiver, and then second round, vice versa. But I might key in on a wide receiver in the second round. Third round, go ahead and get another stud running back, you know, maybe someone who can catch out the backfield, which a lot of running backs nowadays can. And then fourth round, I'm either going to go for a quarterback or a tight end, depending on if quarterbacks start going, like you said, and then vice versa for the fifth round, tight end or quarterback. So that's what I might key in on doing. Depends on who's still left in the first round. I might switch it up. I don't know. We'll see. What I'm mainly keying in on is who does the quarterback love the most in the first round. That's what I'm keying in on. Yeah. If, like, you're the quarterback's right-hand man, for Justin Herbert, it's, it's Austin Eckler. For Patrick Mahomes, it's Travis Kelsey. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, it's, it's Devontae Adams. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see how that plays out whenever we draft. Speaking of drafts, it's coming up September 3rd. I'm ready, man. About that time. About that time. Let's see right here. Um, if you could, let me get your opinion on this. If you, if your team could steal one player from a division rival, who would it be? So, like, say, I don't know, whoever your favorite team is, if you could steal one player from your division oh. rival, who would it be? For me, I'll start off first for Atlanta. I'd go get. Mm, 
I'd probably get Mike Evans from Tampa. <laughs> That'd be pretty dope, huh? It's a pretty good pick. <laughs> I mean, we were just talking about the man. It's really, just a stout, stout wide receiver. Like I said, a thousand, a thousand yards every year since he's been in the league. Hall of Famer. Yes. Uh, my, I guess my favorite team is the Dolphins. I'll say them. But yeah, uh, got a lot of picks out there in that division. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> I'd probably go for a running back. A running back, of course. Uh, uh, maybe a solid. Solid Joe Mixon. Oh, Joe Mixon's in the AFC North, though. Ain't uh, Get you someone from the Jets. Yeah, you're from right. the Jets or from uh, the Bills, maybe. Yeah. Hey, Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, Ramondre Stevenson. That'd it's be a good pick. pick. <laughs> I mean, if he could. I wish we would have got down with Cook, but you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's what it is. My feelings aren't hurt at all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, dude, did you see, speaking of that, speaking of the running back for Miami, did you see that dude, Devon Achain? Mm-hmm. That's a stud. Keep an eye out for him, man. If he falls late, well, of course he's going to fall late in, the, in a lot of fantasy drafts, but if he's out there like 12th to 13th, 14th round, that'd be a good pickup, man, because he, he's shining in the preseason. I'm excited to see what he does. But uh, let's talk about a few teams right here. We'll talk about... Tampa, Baker Mayfield has reportedly thrown seven interceptions in nine practices. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, stay away from Baker if you're drafting any quarterback. <laughs> Hopefully Kyle Trask gets the starting position here soon. I would love that. He's a Gator fan. <laughs> His opinion is biased, but we'll go, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. Ain't no telling I at this think, point. dude, Kyle Trask has a lot of upside, especially if you're learning behind Tom Brady. Come on. Got to give the man some some time to shine. We'll give him some time. It depends if he's going to shine or not. That's the only thing. More power to him, Kyle. I mean, I ain't, I ain't doubting you. I ain't trying to put you down. I just feel like. These Gator fans be boosting your head up a little too much, like, Bubba. Easy now, Bubba. Easy. easy. <laughs> a little too much. You, you sit behind Tom Brady for two years, and now all of a sudden you're supposed to be the next Tom Brady? I don't think that's how this works. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah. Now, we got a couple preseason debuts for um, a couple quarterbacks, man. Yesterday we had Houston and, T- and New England at C.J. Stroud uh, perform. Let's see. Saturday, we got Tennessee. You got Will Levis starting for Tennessee. Going against Chicago. That's a 1 p.m. game, Eastern. Indianapolis against Buffalo. Get to see AR, Anthony Richardson, go against Buffalo at 1 p.m. The Jets against Carolina. See how Bryce Young looks for Carolina at 4 p.m. on Saturday. And then closing it out at 9 p.m. on Saturday, you got (coughs) old Stetson Bennett for the Rams going against the Chargers. (laughs) Good thing it's just preseason. You gonna key in on any of those games, bro? Uh, probably not. I'm not a big fan of preseason. To be honest, <laughs> like I might, I might tune in for a couple, couple minutes. Yeah. But that's about it. I'm not too in tune with the two with the preseason because. But you get to watch a couple, 
like that Devin Devon uh, a chain from Miami. You get to watch and see, you know, what they're working with. And see yeah. A couple sleepers out there. There was actually a receiver for Houston that did phenomenal. I don't even remember his name, but he he was doing good. So you get to see some no name players, and you never know you might pick them up and they might ball out. You might, but I just decided to skip that situation. You know, it's it's too early to be fighting the kids over the TV when they're watching Coco Mill. <laughs> I'll wait till the actual season time talking about, hey, get the fuck off the TV so I can watch some football. Don't do them like that, Jamie. And don't be in my way while I'm trying to watch football. <laughs> but uh, we'll take a quick break, Jamie, and then uh, we'll come back and give the listeners our insight on some more draft strategies. Chill. All right, we're back again. Sorry for the delay. We had to take us a little break, a little warm. Man, I about had a heat stroke in this motherfucker. <laughs> it's a little warm down here in Florida. It is currently 7.45 Eastern Time, and it's pushing 100. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that's normal. <laughs> it's, it's normal around here. Oh, you sweating balls at 8 o'clock at night. So I was looking at a few things while we were on the break, Javen. Did you ever check out uh, that running back for Seattle, that uh, Zach Chabonat? Yeah, yeah, they're talking about he might put Walker in the back for in the background this year. You think? That's what I've heard. You know, uh, I've been told by the fancy footballers. Yep. To stay away from. Oh, Walker. you listen to them? Yeah, yeah. Denny yeah. listens to them too. I like fancy footballers. They're mm-hmm. pretty cool guys. Uh, Hopefully, I, we get up there on their levels. I, I wrote you One guys day. once or twice, and you, <laughs> you never wrote me back. But we're just gonna let that slide because I understand y'all are probably pretty busy. But yes, we'll get up there on that level one day. Yeah, and I can not message you, motherfuckers, man. <laughs> Cause I get even, or I get ahead. I don't get even. Just say, I'm sorry. Hey, just, take it easy it's, on the back. It's the heat talking, man. It's the heat talking. It's the I'm heat sorry. Talk. We hot. The heat stroke just really oh, got Lord. me on that level. But no, yeah, like he's gonna be a decent running back, I think, uh, especially for a rookie running back. There. There's a lot of good running backs that are kind of under the radar. Like we were talking a minute ago about uh, Devon Achain for Miami. He's going to be a decent one. Tyler Algier. Mm -hmm. Tyler Algier will be a good one for Atlanta. Um, Jamal Jamal Williams and Ken – I think it's Ken – don't quote me. Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller, something like that, for the Saints. Bro, I don't know if you've seen him, but he's a stud. I'm telling you, keep an eye out. You need to do a little bit of mock drafting. I know we were talking a minute ago, you ain't done no mock drafting yet. Yeah, yeah. Javen been been busy. Well, he's been busy with work. Yeah, that too. That's how it is. Life gets a hold of you, man. (laughs) He never does. We we coming to you just to do this for our own fun and entertainment, to entertain y'all, give y'all a little insight on how we do things in our league. But, yeah, Kendra Miller be a good stud pickup. Later in the round, so I don't know any other running back out there you kind of keying in on that might not be a starter but be a good role player running back. Uh, There's a couple I can probably think of. You know who did good for me last year? Jarek McKinnon. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking for Kansas City, Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah, and then I found well, Isaiah Pacheco can arguably be a starter or flex. I see in. It, it all just depends because at this point it's, it's too early. Yeah. Sometimes the guy that you think is going to be the starter starts off the first two games and then after that it's all McKinnon or whatever, you know? So, and I heard that it's a pretty tough matchup over there with McKinnon and Pacheco. 
yeah. I like, I'm sure. I like Pacheco. He did pretty good last year. Oh, I like Pacheco, too. McKinnon also did pretty good last year. So, so currently right here, I was scrolling on Instagram <laughs> while we're doing the podcast. The and, Insta. And NFL shared a video of Jordan Love throwing a touchdown against Cincinnati in the preseason game. They're playing right now. Um, and he looked good. What do you think about Jordan Love replacing Aaron Rodgers up in Green Bay? How you like it? Uh, it's Jordan Love. Let's see some love. I mean, you think it'd be a stud? I hope so. Just because of how spite, spiteful I am with Aaron Rodgers. Well, dude, <laughs> and, and honestly, dude, I think I look at these quarterbacks that are <clears throat> excuse me, coming up behind some veteran QBs. So, for instance, Jimmy Garoppolo came behind Tom Brady. Look at him now. You got Kyle Trask coming behind Tom Brady. Look at him now. Jordan Love coming behind Aaron Rodgers. Look at him. Now Aaron Rodgers is in New York, you know, mentoring mentoring Zach Wilson. So maybe Zach Wilson will come out as a better quarterback and more evolved. You know what I'm saying? And watching Hard Knocks, man, whenever you get a chance, you need to watch it. Zach Wilson, I know we talked all kinds of crazy crap about him, like <laughs> downing him and pushing him in the dirt, but honestly, he's not a bad quarterback. No. He just – Got thrown into the fire. You know, they drafted him first round um, a couple years ago, whatever, and they threw him in, and he couldn't prevail. So, you know, quarterbacks like that, and that's why how I feel about C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson. They're going to get thrown into the mix and see what they can do and how they can handle it. And sometimes, you know, you just need to be humbled. You need to take a back seat, sit the bench for a year or two, mm-hmm. learn behind someone who has been in the league for a few years and knows what they're doing, and then come out and prove what you can do. Yep. That's how I feel. Yep. Sometimes it's the way to go. A lot less pressure that way, too. Yeah. So we've got a couple games going on right now as we're, as we're doing the podcast here on a Friday evening. The Giants against Detroit. So we get to see Jalen Hyatt. Aaron said Jalen Hyatt's going to be a breakout year. Actually, might win rookie of the year is what he said. Maybe not rookie of the year, but he said breakout player of the year. I said Jordan Addison from Minnesota. So we get to see how, how Hyatt does for New York. I also get to see uh, Jameer Gibbs for Detroit. Yeah. So, key in on them games. Pittsburgh against Tampa Bay. Green Bay and Cincinnati is going on right now as well. Atlanta, my Dirty Birds against Miami. I get to see how Desmond Ritter looks and Bijan Robinson. Yeah. And then you got uh, the Commanders, Cleveland, and closing out tonight is Denver against Arizona. So, a couple, couple decent games there. Week, week one of preseason. Shake. But <laughs> we're going to go ahead and talk right here. Fantasy wide receiver tiers. Remember we were talking about that earlier. <clears throat> Who's your tier one wide receivers in the league right now, Jamin? You can already name – you already named three of them earlier. Justin, Justin Jefferson, Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Okay. Who's the other two you think? There's two more. Cooper Cup. Ooh, he didn't make the tier one. Bullshit. Maybe oh. off of uh, because of the injury. Maybe I don't know. Bullshit. <laughs> um, Just Jefferson, Demarte, what? Stephon Diggs. Yep, he's up there. One more. Bullshit. Uh, but anyway, um, <coughs> damn, Stephon Diggs, AJ Brown. Nope. Speed Demon. Ah, shit, Tyreek Hill. Yep. So <laughs> those are. Tier one, they said you can't go wrong drafting them, especially in the first round. Yeah, I can I can agree with it. I agree with that. Coming in tier two, Cooper Cup is in tier two, uh, I mean, and AJ Brown is in tier two. Can you get to the last two in tier two? Elite talent 
and target earning ability. Garrett Wilson. Yes, good job. That is one. There's one more. Uh, if you get this, Javen, you are a stud. A stud. Because it's hard. It's a hard question. I, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. I can honestly see it, but I don't. I wouldn't pick it. Damn it, man. Uh, tier two wide receiver. What team did you play for? Is that uh, gonna give it away? NFC East team. Oh shit! You know I can't do this. <laughs> uh, Dallas. Oh shit! Okay, I kind of gave it away. <laughs> exactly. CD is CD Lamb. Which I agree with you. you can you? I mean, he's a target earner. Like he's a he's a great receiver, man. He is. He is. I can see him get drafted early second round. Honestly. Yeah. Definitely I mean, second round. In my opinion, he, his ADP, I got him going maybe, I don't know, 15th, 16th overall. You know, I kind of throw him into the mix with with, with um, Dak. So, it's pretty much if Dak is doing good, CD is doing good. If Dak ain't doing good, CD ain't doing good. So, CD, for me, is a great pick in the earlier part of the season. But once Dak starts to feel that pressure, he starts to slip. It could go either way, you know. So, it's a dangerous pick for me. Yeah. Well, and also you got to look at their schedule, who they play the first couple weeks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I'll get to that in a minute, but we'll finish this up real quick. Tier 3 receivers. There's five in Tier 3. Elite talent, but with some questions. So, who do you think will be in the Tier 3 wide receivers? And we listed majority of them earlier on the top 24. So, who you got? There's five of them in there. Mike Evans. No, he didn't even make that what one. The they got Mike Evans falling back. They sleeping on I'm this telling man. you, man. But I, honestly, I, I don't. I would. I would stay far away from Mike Evans, in my opinion, because there's no. The quarterback is up for grabs down there, and you know, and they're both. Baker is an experienced quarterback, yes, but he's not. <laughs> like I said, though, Tom Brady was at Tampa Bay for how long? Two years. Two, three years, yeah. He has had for the past eight years. A thousand yards. Yeah, that was before Tom Brady. Yeah, with uh, who the hell did they have? Ryan Ex- Fitzpatrick, Jameis Winston. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. If he could do that with them two motherfuckers, he could do it with with Baker or Kyle Trask. Yeah, from a period. I can see that. But uh, tier three, let's tier, go. Tier fucking three, let's go. Couldn't Come even on. figure out tier two because madness. But uh, you got it. I think I believe in you. Um, DJ Moore. No, that's a good pick, though. No. Oh my goodness. I'm thinking. You want, me to go, you want me to go ahead and give you one? Yeah, go ahead. Amon Ron St. Brown. Okay, so tier three is not exactly tier three, in my opinion, because that's like a tier two type deal. <laughs> so, yeah, elite talent, but with some questions. So, there's that one. Oh. Another one coming off of a suspension for a whole year. Oh, Calvin. Calvin Ridley. Which I could see that. Yeah. He was a stud for Atlanta. Yeah. He balled out for us, man. Yeah, he did. And like I said, just going to see if he stayed in shape, which it looks like he did. Man, I've he's looking look, fast, I'm dude. About to say, a couple clips of him in oh training camp. Oh, my goodness. Man, the man is, he makes Zay Jones look slow. The man is, and Zay Jones ain't slow. <laughs> the man is deadly, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, there's two right there. I couldn't even get them two. Fuck. Um, One is... He's a elite quarterback for sure. I mean, not quarterback, uh, elite wide receiver for sure. But 
I, I don't know. We, D- we talked about him. A DK? Bit. No, DK would be a good pickup, though, for sure. What the fuck? <laughs> I'll go ahead and name him off. Devontae Adams. <clears throat> oh. Tier so, three? Yeah, tier three. Elite talent with some questions. I don't see the question in Devontae Adams. You know? I guess quarterback. They're looking at the quarterback situation. But still, dude. And then four and five, rounding out tier three, you got Chris Olave with a new quarterback, Derek Carr, and Keenan Allen. We forgot about Keenan Allen. Because he's getting he, old. He is, man. Mike, or not Mike Evans, uh, Mike Williams over there for, and. Uh, Joshua Palmer. Joshua Palmer, thank you. There yeah, you go, yeah. Javon. Spitting out some facts. <laughs> I love it. Joshua Palmer. They're both good, good receivers over there, so. Keenan Allen might get outshined this year. Yeah, I mean, he's been doing this for a long time, but I think it's time for him to throw in the throw in the deck. But yeah. whatever. Yeah. Get your money, cuz. <laughs> Tier four could sneak in as low wide receiver ones. Could. Depending on the season they have this year. There's three uh, of them in there. One's for Miami, one's for Philly, and one's for Cleveland. Okay, so Jalen Waddle. Yep. Said one's for Philly, so Devont or AJ Brown at tier four. No, Devontae AJ, Adams. Yeah, Devontae Smith or Smith. Yeah, yeah. and then Cleveland could sneak in as a Amari. Low Amari Cooper. Yeah, how do you feel about him? He's a little under the radar receiver, dude. I love Amari Cooper whenever he played for the Cowboys. I was a big Coop fan, big Coop fan, and now that he's got Sean Watson, which they say is doing a lot better than he did last year, but. I'm just not on that boat. No, know? yeah, it's just not the not the type of. He's definitely wide receiver selling. one up there in Cleveland, but I don't know how Deshaun's gonna. I mean, Deshaun, he's been there for a year, and he came in last year midway through the season, or actually almost towards the end of the season, and yeah. he pretty much was thrown into a shit show. You know? Yep, <laughs> At, behind Jacoby Brissett, which I like Jacoby. So we'll see. He he's been working with him on the off season. He gets to start fresh from. Game one, so we'll see how Cleveland looks, man. Yeah, yeah. You never, you can't count them out, man. It's the NFL. Yeah. Got a couple quarterback sleepers here, man. Um, and then we'll go through a couple of other sleepers. Who is a quarterback sleeper you think could be a decent pickup and may ball out this year? I'll list them off after I get your input on that. I mean, it's hard for me to decide what a sleeper is. Someone who isn't. A big name, or I mean, he can be a big name, but like, I'm like, gonna go ahead. Can, and can say like it. arguably be like ball out, but like is not like up there with like the Josh Allens and the Jalen yeah. Hurts. I'm you know what I'm saying? Gino, of course. And Gino is on there. Okay. He balled out last year, Danny. Did, you had him a little bit. Yeah. Between him and Kirk Cousins, kind of switched it off there. Yeah. Uh, uh what's Buddy's name? Dale Jones. I feel like he's kind of a sleeper in a way. Yeah. Um. I'm hearing good things about Derek Carr yep. over there at New Orleans, but I'm personally not jumping on that bandwagon. Uh, and we're talking about quarterbacks here, so. And fuck it, we'll go. We'll throw Jimmy G in the mix. Jimmy G. You got Devontae Adams like as a wide receiver, you know. Okay. I mean, okay. Sleeper there, huh? Yeah, a little sleeper. A little sleeper action. So they got uh, five quarterbacks right here. You got one of them. Geno Smith. Jared Goff is a sleeper, apparently. I guess. I mean. Russell High Knees Wilson. Russell High Knees (laughs) Wilson. Uh, Coming off that. Godly uh, performance. Oh, my God. (laughs) Trotrous. Trotrous. 
uh, season, man. It, it was, yeah, ugly. Yeah. Uh, did you, speaking of that, did you see Sean Payton, what he said to the to the media about Nathaniel Hackett? Oh, he was talking cash. Oh, really? Though? Oh, man. He's like, he's like, uh, I can't, don't quote me for this, but um, paraphrasing, he said something about this team, there's a lot of, they did a lot of mistakes last year, blah, 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 but coming uh, with, a, with a head coach like that, he was just pretty much dogging Nathaniel um, Hatchet, man. And now Nathaniel's up in New York uh, at the Jets being yeah. offensive coordinator for Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers didn't like what uh, Sean Payton said. He's like, he's like, Why'd you have to down another coach just to make you look good or something? Which Sean Payton is a great coach, but I guess Aaron Rodgers got a point there. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to down someone to make you look good. Yeah. I mean, you're Sean Payton, for God's sakes. Exactly. You don't have to say anything. Yeah. You just have to say Sean Payton. Yeah. So, uh, rounding out the quarterback sleepers, you got Anthony Richardson and Kenny Pickett. Okay. Uh, I can see Kenny see, Pickett. You can see Kenny? And I, I can see Aaron, Anthony Richardson, too. Yeah. Like I said, it's just – it's. For me personally, it's didn't you right say, there. Didn't you say they had Isaiah McKenzie, right? And Indy? I think last podcast you said Isaiah McKenzie. They got Michael Pittman Jr. Okay. Alex Pierce. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Couple, couple good sleepers there. We'll move on to the running back sleepers. Any running backs out there that that you think would be a good pickup later in the round? Alexander Madison. Okay. Like that's a pretty good. Yeah, pick. from Minnesota. Now, Dalvin Cook's not going to be there. Yeah, um, that is a good pickup. I know Chase Edmonds got picked up, but that's super sleeping. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's Chase way Edmonds. under the radar. He, well, he's behind J.K. Ain't he? Yeah, up and up and. Or no, is Chase that Edmonds. Where he went? Did he go to Baltimore? I can't remember. I want to say he went like the. Chase Bengals Edmonds. Or Chase Edmonds. Like that? I don't know. I know the Bengals got still got Joe Mixon and they. Uh, Man, they got rid of Samaj P. Ryan. See, we need to fact check. We need to fact need check, to fact yeah. check. But, uh, Another one that I think would be a good sleeper running back is Jerome Ford for Cleveland, the Browns, behind Nick Chubb. Oh, he went to Tampa Bay. Oh, he went to Tampa? Yes, yes, he did. Chase Evans. Okay, so Tampa's got Rashad White, which Rashad White's on here as a sleeper. Really? Yeah, and they got Chase Edmonds. Okay, see, so Tampa's got uh, okay, two see, decent running backs. I can see Rashad White as a sleeper. Yeah. Although he he did pretty well his first year backing up Leonard Fournette and eventually taking the starting role because Leonard Fournette is getting a beer gut and all that good shit. <laughs> but I like, I like White. A couple other... Um, Whoops. <laughs> running back sleepers. Rashad Penny for Philadelphia. Coming off, okay, that, yep, coming yep, off the injury with yep. Seattle, you know? See, it takes me a, a minute to get everything so going in there. Philly went got Rashad Penny and DeAndre Swift, which I think DeAndre Swift, me and Denny were talking about this earlier, I think DeAndre Swift will fit in Philly's like scheme a little bit better than Rashad Penny. Yeah. I mean, they're going to probably use Rashad Penny more, but I think DeAndre Swift fits better. But, yeah, Rashad Penny – is a sleeper James Conner for for Arizona? A sleeper? Yeah, that's what they said on here. Okay. This is per uh, ESPN fantasy analysts, Samaj P. Ryan, he left Cincinnati, I think, and went to uh, I don't even know where Samaj went, but I want to say Houston, but I could be wrong. Cam Akers for the Rams. Definitely a sleeper. Damian Pierce, he's not even a sleeper in my opinion. He's yeah. a He's a arguably a second, maybe third round pick. Nah, we'll drop him down third, fourth round pick. Like James Conner wasn't a sleeper either, but yeah. Uh, this guy right here, 
Devon Achain from Miami. Mm-hmm. He's a sleeper, and I don't even know who this guy is. Never heard of him before in my life. Chris Rodriguez Jr. You never heard of him? Nope, me either. <laughs> <laughs> but they said, yep, he's a sleeper. Let's so. say it put some respect on his name. <laughs> and then we'll go to wide receivers. Of course, they say Calvin Ridley is a sleeper. Another one that I actually am keying in on is Christian Watson. Yeah, yeah. I liked Watson last year. But with That's a new quarterback. Green Bay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Green Bay, yeah. yeah. With a new quarterback. Old we'll light skin one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how he does. Well, you could lose that motherfucker to a snowstorm. <laughs> Another receiver right here, sleeper, and I liked him towards the end of the year, and I picked him up towards the end of the year, is Brandon Ayuk for the 49ers. As a sleeper? Yeah. I'm so confused what classifies as a sleeper. Like, Brandon like Ayuk. someone who gets overlooked and, like, just comes out of nowhere. But, like, Brandon Ayuk's been up there for a minute now. Mm-hmm. Just because he, he's backing up Debo. Yeah. You know, but still. He gets overshined by George Kittle, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Brandon Ayuk. I know. I like yeah. Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Jordan Addison from Minnesota. I even said he was going to be a breakout player. Kadarius Tony for for uh, Kansas that. City. Yep. I can see that. Human joystick out there. Pretty much. Jerry Judy having a bounce back year with uh, Denver. If old High New can give him the ball. <laughs> I think they'll work up something over there. They, they have to. <laughs> they they can't, can't be any worse. They spent way too much money for this <laughs> shit to go down south like this. Uh, and then rounding it out, Zay Flowers and Jaha Dotson. Okay. Zay Flowers for Baltimore and mm-hmm. Jaha Dotson for Washington Commanders. I think Jaha is going to be better than Terry McLaurin up in Washington. I'm calling it now. So if Jaha is out there later in the rounds, maybe like 10th, 11th, I go ahead and snag him. Put him on the bench. He'd be a good role player. And then we'll do tight ends real quick, Javen. And then we're going to do one segment with you. Tyler Higby for the Rams. Yeah, I like Tyler Higby. You think he's a good sleeper? Yeah. Dalton Kincaid for Buffalo behind Dawson Knox. Sure. (laughs) Never heard of him. (laughs) Trey McBride, me and Denny were talking about this earlier. Trey McBride, he plays for Arizona right behind uh, Zach Ertz. Mm -hmm. He kind of did good uh, last year. That Sam Laporta dude I was talking about Mm -hmm. earlier for Detroit. And oh god, Jawan Johnson. Not Jawan. <laughs> I've seen this man put up donuts. But they thought about he gonna be a sleeper this year for the Saints. Good uh, God! And they just money. signed Jimmy Graham, which I don't think he's got left in the tank. Yeah, I mean he's getting pretty up there in age, but he's from tight end U, so you never know. All right, man. New podcast segment for you, and then we'll get up out of here because it's getting a little warm up in here. <laughs> so with three, I said this a while ago, with three, now two major running backs not signed yet, who do you think is in dire need for a running back and could be could be the missing piece for their offense? You had Kareem Hunt, which he was signed by, I guess, Indy, and now he's going to New Orleans, I believe. But Ezekiel Elliott and Dalvin Cook, who do you think, who do you think is in dire need for him? Hmm. Who needs a running back, man? That's a missing piece. I know Indy needs a running back. Indy, yeah. Jonathan Taylor don't. Jonathan Taylor don't want to be there, and I guarantee you're not gonna give 100. percent You see Zeke or Dalvin Cook in Indianapolis? Oof, dude, Dalvin <laughs> Cook in Indianapolis that would be dangerous. That would be nice. Dangerous. That would help AR out a lot. A lot. Nice little check down option. Mm-hmm. Um, who else needs a good fucking running back? Green Bay. Uh, Could you imagine Zeke going to Green Bay in, in green Aaron and yellow? Jones and A.J. Dillon, though. 
So yeah. I don't think they really looking. Yeah, you could be right. Yeah, that's. I mean, if you give me, you could kick <laughs> AJ Dillon out the situation. It's not gonna hurt too bad. But I guess they like AJ Dillon up yeah, there. I mean, he's a pretty good player. Uh, what if Zeke goes to Minnesota? Uh, that'd be a nice pick. Because then you got Madison, who and knows, the, yeah, he knows the deep offense, and mm-hmm. then you got Zeke coming in. I don't think Zeke would start off the rip, Mm-mm. but. Maybe one of them back up uh, Austin Eckler for the Chargers. Yeah. It's kind of hard. Yeah. I, I still like the whole Minnesota deal, though. Yeah. Because Madison, it would be his first year starting. Mm-hmm. We'll but, see what he's really about. Yeah, yeah. It would hurt to have a, a nice he's player arguably, behind him. On in the my ADP, I got Madison falling maybe to like the seventh, sixth, maybe, round. If you need it. Yeah. You're in need of a starting running back, maybe one of them. Yeah, I mean, he's a good option for later rounds. That's the thing, and that's the whole thing with the whole Alvin Kamara thing. Yeah. I feel like he'll drop because he's suspended for so long. Yeah, you'll be able to pick him up later round too. So, I, of course, I go with Alvin Kamara before at Madison. That was a good one-two uh, punch combo right there. Yeah. Once he starts playing, I would stay away <laughs> from Kamara in the draft though for now. Unless he's way out there, unless he falls to like maybe eighth, ninth round, you can go yeah. pick him up, put him on the bench. But he's suspended for three or four games, so I would just go ahead and stay away from him early rounds at least. Yeah, I'd definitely wait a little longer, just for the fact that you have to wait to play him. But still, a lot of explosiveness in that, explosiveness in that name. Oh yeah, Alvin Kamara for sure. All right, one more segment, Javen, and then going to get up out of here. How do you feel about this sixteen playoff we got coming, man? So we top six is. In the playoffs, yeah. you got one and two get a bye, and three through six play each other. You got three going against six, four against five, and then the bottom bracket you got seven through ten playing for the last place. For so the you still bowl. you still get a chance if you come. Poor Jace, he came in tenth last year and didn't even have a chance to fight for it. No, but that's what happens when you come in last. Exactly. So, but how do you feel about the sixteen playoff, man? I feel like it's pretty cool. Change it up a little bit, you know. Give everybody the opportunity, at least the first six, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that means you can't be sleeping in you first. Think, would you aim for? I mean, of course you would aim for top one and two position, or uh, you know, position in the league. But is it really necessary, or are you just aiming for that six, at least six spot? I think it's really necessary because in that week one buy, you need that buy. And fans of football, you never know what the fuck's going to happen. So you can just go ahead and advance once one bracket. You, you you're halfway there. Yeah. So yeah. That buy is going to come handy, especially in fantasy football. So, would you, <clears throat> for your for your like draft strategy, and we'll go key in on this again. Would you kind of do, would you try to do good in the month of September and October, or just get by and then towards the end of the season, that's when you really want to hit the hit the ball running? How how would you how would you do? I want to start off hot. You want to start off hot personally, that way, you and know. then kind of coast, maybe. Yeah, if you or have coast to. in the beginning and sh- end strong. Huh? I want to start off hot and end strong, but you know, <laughs> yeah. if you got to, then maybe you could start off hot and get enough lead where if you kind of fizzle out at the end of you the can, year, you're still in that top six. Yeah. Hopefully, top three, maybe one or two. Yeah. And you get a chance to fucking get that by. Yeah, but me personally, I want to start off hot. Yeah, um, I think I'm kind of with you on that. Start off strong, get some good players, and you know, in the draft, and and the thing is too, when you start off hot later on in the season, you start to fizzle out. You can always make make you can make change. Yeah. yeah, you can change. Yeah. So, 
Levi's trying to do 100, 100 moves this year. Uh, I'm <laughs> over that shit. Every time I look at my phone, it says, oh, Levi's made a, a transaction. Yeah, like, dude, <laughs> slow your roll, Bubba. Slow your roll. Um, are you excited about the half point PPR, too? I am. I am. I think it'll be interesting. It's definitely going to give us a little something different. It could be a game changer. Yeah, exactly. You never know. Yeah. Might be what I needed to get like, that first, if, piece, like, <laughs> first place roll. Yeah, exactly. Like, what if one dude, like, if you're down by, like, I don't know, four and a half points and the receiver go out and get five, you never know. Yeah, you never know. I think it's going to change it up a little bit, man. And also, if you was the commissioner of your own league, Javen, what is one thing you'd like to do in that league, or is there anything you would change at all? How would you do your commissioner league? And I am the commissioner of our league. I've been the commissioner for six, seven years. And I tell you what, I love it, but it can be stressful. And if you're a commissioner of your leagues, you know where I'm coming from. You got to do the scheduling. You got to do the, if you like to do the rivals, you got to set up the draft, the order, figure out who drafts where. It's It can be confusing. So is there anything you would change, Javen? Or you? Me personally, I don't really think I would change anything. Yeah. I kind of want to start like a fan league, you know, like – just open it up to the public and whoever wants to join in join in yeah and have just another league to kind of go off of you know maybe if they win that league and win this league have like a championship league or some shit okay it's just like a whole dynasty deal for me yes i'm just thinking too far ahead of the game that's all it is no i like it man yeah that's just one thought one thought other well, than that, though, it's not really even changing anything. It's just really adding another league. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I appreciate you doing the podcast again. Yeah, man, it's I appreciate you coming through, Bubba. Hopefully next time we come in here, it'll be a little cooler. I'm about to buy, like, three fans for this <laughs> little spot. It's hot in here, dude. So when we come back to y'all, we'll probably be – our season might start, or we might come, I don't know, right after draft maybe, do, do a – uh, podcast right after our draft and tell y'all about our draft results and what happened and you know see what, who did what um, but go ahead and give a shout out to our to our page Javen and we'll get up out of here man you know the page t.o dot d underscore okay podcast <laughs> <laughs> underscore podcast uh, it's on Instagram come join the family leave us a comment uh, I'm glad you guys are tuning in. Yeah, shout out to everybody listening overseas too. We appreciate it, man. Oh, yeah. Like I said, shoot us shoot us a message on Instagram or give us a follow on the on the Spotify page, man. That would be awesome. Or just follow us on Instagram. We love all the love, man. Man, come get one of these cool ass decals and one of these t shirts too. Yeah, you know? yeah. About to put mine on the truck in a little bit, wait. Yeah. So and um like I said earlier, uh, if you interact with us, maybe we'll give out free T-shirts and free decals, like Javen said. And hopefully, here soon, Javen will have a video up, man. That way, people can watch us on YouTube, or, yeah, yeah, or watch us on, you know, watch Apple. me sweat my ass off right now. <laughs> I'm dying in here. It is a little hot in here, but we appreciate it, everybody. Until next time, y'all. Peace out.